everybody. Welcome into Domesticated Gamblers, three dads with our favorite picks of the day coming to you each and every weekday. It is February 16th, 2023. You got the Eric and Tito show again today because Sean is still in the darkness with Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Right, Tito? What a fraud. This guy doesn't make any plays last night. Like you said, still in the darkness. What kind of Packer fan is this guy? I mean, I know he had a cheese head back in the day, but I mean, my God, he's taking his fandom of Aaron Rodgers to another degree. Two straight days of darkness. Where's this guy doing? I mean, I know we're both cashing checks. You're on a freaking heater eight games in a row, Daddy. I mean, it's been impressive, but this guy, he's too afraid of us. He can't stand the fact that we're still casting checks, baby. And what a fraud he is. Get back, get back out of the darkness, fish. We need you back here. Come on. I think he's still reeling from that one and six night a couple nights ago. I, I, apparently, we don't need him because we combined to go five and zero oh last night and won over a thousand dollars. I won another a hundred bucks this afternoon with a bet in that Barcelona Man United game. That is now eight wins in a row for me. So we are firing in all cylinders right now. Thank you very much. I am still in last place overall because you and Sean have just been destroying it so far for this first uh, month or so since we've started this show. But Sean is now in last place for February. And we are over halfway done with this short month. So we're going to see if I can continue on with this heater. And I really feel like I've, I'm seeing the board well now. Uh, I've, I've, not, I've stopped putting out so many plays. I've been more selective. I'm not going crazy. And we're cashing in right now, baby. I mean, and you're tailing Godson Ty. I mean, this guy extended an olive branch last night, and I apologize, Godson Ty. Man, I was wrong. I'm sorry, Godson Ty. I mean, six and one. These plays are cashing left and right. You truly are sharp. But if you still want to come after Tito, I'll take some, baby. I still think I'm a better NHL handicapper than you, Daddy. So if you want to come on, comment on this link. Tell me what you think about some place tonight. I'll come over the top when I'm ready to, baby. Woo! I want to see that because Godson Ty, he's, you think I'm on fire right now. He just cashed in last night. He did a four-team parlay, one of those kind of lottery ticket ones a little bit. Um, so he had Man City, who won yesterday for, for both of us, and he had three overs in the NHL that all hit. So it was a plus 1,200 hit for him last night. So Godson Ty... He's only 23 years old, but he, he's starting to build that bankroll. So excited to see him uh, uh, continuing to cash some checks here. Uh, we do got to get him on the show. We got to get him on the show. I want to see you boys go heads up uh, in the NHL. But if you are watching us on YouTube right now, uh, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel. Real easy way to help out the show. Like Tito said, uh, drop a comment in the videos. Uh, come on the show with us. Join us. Become our fan of the week if you'd like. Uh, so tell us what you'd like to, to talk about here on the show and go heads up with Tito. Uh, so get involved there. Hit the notification bell, too, so you can get our videos as soon as we drop them. Uh, show is also available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you listen on Apple, uh, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and write a quick review. Uh, if you listen to the show but you want to watch us or you're not going to see Sean these last couple of days, but you get me and Tito, uh, just go to youtube.com slash at domesticated gamblers. Oh, I like that move, Tito. That was very hot. Very hot. Oh, yes. Uh, also on TikTok, uh, just search domesticated gamblers there to find us. You, you can also follow us on Twitter at gambling dads. A lot of green check marks for me uh, on Twitter as of late. But uh, Tito, 
Uh, how's your day going today, buddy? Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, and I'm enjoying the St. Louis Dogs t-shirt you got on right now. Oh, yeah. Can't can't wait. Got another week or so until the season kicks off for the dogs, for the city. Absolutely loving life right now. You know, just doing some domesticated dad duty. Had to pick up the kids from school earlier today and later on tonight, Daddy. Oh, we got basketball practice. This so-called Sean and his son gonna come. I'm gonna make these. I'm gonna make this kid do a bunch of wind sprints, bunch of suicides. And man, I think. I mean, my basketball game is totally on point. Everyone saw the video I did last week where I took on the. So I don't even know what they're called, the Doe Bros or some high school CYC league. What a fraud that is. And then this past Sunday, had the opportunity to watch some third grade action, had some kids sharpshooting Tito. And let me tell you something, baby. Tito took these boys to total school. It was a complete embarrassment. I mean, I was stealing balls left and right. And these, these, these weren't just like third or fourth graders. These were like high schoolers, baby, and it was just fantastic. I was dominating the boards. I was dominating the lane. I was stealing balls. I was hitting three-pointers and all that good stuff. It was a – what? I have to cut you off here, Tito. I'm getting breaking news from, from my earpiece here. Uh, I understand we have some footage from this past weekend. Footage? Uh, at what the kind of footage do you have? Let's see, let's see if our producer can pull up our footage. What the here. hell is this? What are you doing to me? Oh, you didn't even make the layup. I don't know what the hell you're showing me there, Eric. That's clearly been doctored. I don't know what the hell is going on. Video of that. How did you get footage from that? I think the zebra, the South City zebra, must kind of infiltrated our show. What the hell did you find that from? Yeah, I have a background in media, Tito. I have some reliable sources taking some uh, footage for me. I, I, very staunch defender right there. Uh, but you're missing the bunnies struggling around the rim. You, get, you got to finish those, Tito. Oh, that's a complete fraud. Like I said, that video has been doctored. I was dunking on those boys and. I don't know where you got that yet. I don't know what you did. I don't know who you're working with. You might be working with that that famous coach Adams over at the Joan Dome, baby. I don't know. I mean, th those guys over there are complete frauds. That athletic association doesn't know what they're doing. They don't know how to handle a basketball league. Tito needs to revamp that whole entire system. I don't know where you see from there. Tito was dominating. Forget that video, people. That's been doctored. That's total fraud material right there. I can't believe you should we're we're sitting we're singing each other and Hosea's here and you have the audacity to play a video like that. What the well, we're supposed to be friends here. I mean what's going on here, Eric? What did I ever do to you? Yeah, man, I'm like a zebra. I gotta call it like I see it. I, I get some get some data, get some footage. I, I gotta show the facts of what's going on here. I mean, I man. You're broken, Tito. I, I'm, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. I mean, come on. Like, seriously. Like, you can clearly see that you that wasn't even HD quality video, first of all. That's been doctored. Come on. Clearly, you can see that's been doctored. That ain't legitimate. That's a complete fraud of a video. I trust Tito here. Tito's the one on the heater. Get on the Tito train. Tito knows what he's doing with basketball. Come on. Let's, let's, let's move on. 
All right, all right. I'm just saying, you got you got to make those bunnies. You got to finish around the rim, whether it was doctored or not. I, I, give you the, give you the benefit of the doubt there. Uh, maybe what something uh, another uh, idea for hashtag content. I think we need to do a free throw contest among the show. <laughs> I'm absolutely in favor of that, baby. We play. What's the one? What's the one uh, basketball drill they used to knockout. do? Knockout. Knockout, baby. I'm I'm playing some pickup basketball later on tonight. Tito has won like seven in a row of pickup basketball. I'll shoot some video. I'll show you my domination with my free throws. I got this. I got rhythm. I got my point game on strong. Man, I'm dominating the knockout game at pickup basketball. I, you have to come up one of these times to the Joan Dome, and we can uh, we can shoot the rock, and you can see Tito's great skills, how they've, how they've progressed over the years, Daddy. I'd love to, man. And like, I'm serious. I would love to score, keep a basketball game too, just for old time's sake, get my little clicker out, score, keep some more of those games. I, you know, maybe this would be a situation like the scoreboard when I did it 30 years ago was pretty basic, almost like a 1985 Nintendo where you got your four arrows and your A and B and your select and your start. Maybe it's gotten more fancy over the last 30 years and I'm going to be out of my league, but uh, I got to get up there. I got to meet the South city zebra, see these South city kids hoop it up. Uh, I would love to pop by the Jones Dome. Um, well, let me tell you something. The, the the scoreboard at the Jones Dome, it's a little bit more advanced. It, 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 we, we progressed to the tenths of a second, like unlike the, the gym that you used to score keep at, which is fine. But it's still kind of old school. You know, we still are South City dirty, so we're not blessed like to be in the in the Baldwin area or wherever Sean's at, I mean, with his in-ground pools and all that fancy stuff. So it's still South City, So, but we have advanced a little bit. Well, that's good. And I, we were talking about, about basketball yesterday uh, with Gus Johnson and Bill Raftery. And we're really getting to that time of year where, man, those familiar voices are going to come back uh, and, and call these memorable moments in March Madness. And it got me thinking about a question of the day today. What are your top three favorite announcing teams of all time? And this could be from college basketball, MLB. NFL. I don't know if you saw this, Tito. Uh, Tim McCarver passed away this afternoon. Uh, yeah, yeah. 81 years old. I know he was kind of a polarizing figure, um, you know, in, in the announcing game, whether you loved him or you hated him or you found him annoying or really insightful. Either way, dude is an absolute legend on the call of so many big games with Joe Buck over the years. So tip of the tap to Kim, tip of the cap to Tim McCarver, because that's someone you just associate with big games, you know, the David Freeze game, game six. Uh, 2011 on that call. Um, so as we, you know, think about Tim McCarver today, and we would get ready for March Madness coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, Tito, I'll let you uh, lead off here. Yeah. Think about it from across the sports world, your top three favorite announcing teams of all time. Yeah, well, first of all, thoughts and prayers to the McCarver family. I mean, that's an absolute, you know, again, 81 years young, um, tragic news, but long life. McCarver, you know, always seeing him on CBS back in the early 90s, mid 90s with him and when it was Jack Buck and then when it was uh, uh, Sean, Mc, you know, who was it, Sean uh, McDonough. That was always, I, I love those baseball games, love those announces and it was really, really great. But, you know, talking about, you know, classic announce teams. I mean, what a great question of the day this is, Daddy. I mean, this is Tito's specialty. I absolutely love these announce teams. And the no, and my third favorite, really underrated team. We get, we didn't get cable. Tito was not blessed enough to get Directv or cable until the mid '90s. And the mid '90s, 
I mean, that was one of the that's that's a forte classic college basketball. You got Allen Iverson, you got Marcus Camby, you got John Calipari. Where was he at UMass? All this fun stuff, right? I mean, it was great. And I'll never forget having Dickie V. And uh, I think his name was Mike Patrick or Dan. It was Mike Patrick. Those guys absolutely love him. Dickie V with the high energy, you know, over the top, baby. He's a type of you know, all that fun stuff. That's where I get this voice from, right? I mean, it was awesome. He's awesome, baby. And Mike Patrick, just an absolute staunch, just dead straight guy, great straight man, and was absolutely fantastic at that role. Uh, number two, I mean, it's going to be no surprise. I mean, we got to go with Gus Johnson and Billy Rafferty, baby. Just absolute nuts, bananas from both sides of it. You know, Gus could do a really good job, too, just being straight. And then those exciting plays, him and Raph would just be able to bounce off each other. Just absolute great style, great style for Tito. Absolutely love it. And then number one for Tito, I'm going to go with baseball. I love McCarver and Buck. I mean, that was all absolute staunch, just pure class, you know, great announcing. Joe Buck, I know some people, he's a polarizing figure. He doesn't really have that catchphrase, never had that really big catchphrase. I mean, there were some great calls, but, you know, it wasn't like Danny Mack with, uh, you know, out of here or whatever, or John Rooney with his, you know, his catchphrases. Joe Buck called straight down the middle, just really pure class. And McCarver with his insight and analysis, I absolutely loved it. You know, again, two guys that were really polarizing, but Tito, big fan of those. And those would have to be my top three, Daddy. Those are great answers. I like the Mike Patrick, Dickie V play, because I think I must have got cable around the same time as you, because I want to say it was 1996. And this really sparked, like, I'm a huge college hoops guy, and this is what happened, because we got cable in March. I think it was 96. Maybe it was 95. But um, it was the year of the Big East championship game classic game between UConn and Georgetown. It was Ray Allen against Allen Iverson. And it was this this classic game. And this is one of the, one of the very first days I had ESPN and it was a Dickie B was on the call. An incredible game with these two studs just going mano a mano. And I was hooked on college basketball from then. And I really think that was the game that really like took my fandom to like the next level of like not just rooting for, you know, Mizzou and St. Louis U, but this national brand and really get my first exposure to Dick Vitale. It was incredible. It was just, it was just so, so good. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really think of that as a team, but that, that's a great call. I, will, I, I really think about March Madness a lot when it comes to this. And Gus and Raph are, are my top one, no doubt about it. Just them together, just, you think of all these moments that they've had. Uh, I remember just one random Sweet 16 game. It was Kansas State against Xavier, uh, and it was there. Kansas State was hitting these, or Xavier was hitting these just insane shots to stay in the game. And Gus was just like, just peak Gus. Um, I, I just will never forget those games uh, with Gus and Raftery, uh, Buck and Aikman for me. Um, I always a big game when those two. It's got that big game feel when it's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. So. I'm glad that I'm glad they got back together in ESPN. Love hearing them. Uh, and then another March Madness one is my number three. Uh, Kevin Harlan with pretty much anyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. Kevin Harlan. But I think in March Madness, he usually partners up with Dan Bonner and Reggie Miller. Um, so, you know, love Kevin Harlan. That's probably my top three. I got to have some honorable mentions here because there's just so many good ones. Uh, Vern Lundquist and Raftery, oh, when they were partners. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, how did I forget Vernon Rap? I mean, absolutely incredible. You're 100% right on that one. Dude, it's just like having, it, it's like your two favorite grandpas, like just sitting there calling a game together. Just the best. Vern and Gary Danielson on the, the 230 CBS game of the SEC uh, every Saturday during football season. Vernon uh, on Masters. Vern doing the Masters. I mean, that's incredible, too. He's, he's a great, great voice, great calls in, in a lot of different sports. Yeah. Growing up, uh, Keith Jackson and Bob Greasy on ABC College Football. Think about, like, those Michigan games on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, we are a lot. No, that's uh, that's Brent Musburger. I that was the next one I was going to mention when uh, Musburger and Herb Street on Saturday Night Football. Chris Fowler's fine. Like he's kind of reminds me of Jim Nance, like kind of vanilla ice cream. They're solid, but Southern about Musburger, you are looking live here on it. You know, I remember at the Mizzou beating Johnny football and Texas A&M to go to the SEC title game. And uh, Musburger and Herbie were on that call on Saturday night football. So um, other ones from the, the old days, uh, Marv Albert and the czar of the Telestrator, Mike Fratello, on those NBA games with Michael Jordan and the Bulls back in the day, uh, Monday Night Football, Frank Gifford, Al Michaels, Dan Deardorff. Uh, that was really right in our prime growing up. And and just locally, we've been super, super lucky here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cam Alex, longtime home of the Cardinals, Jack Buck and Mike Shannon together. Just like, just feels like home when you hear those guys together. Ken Wilson and Jill Micheletti on the Blues games. Here comes Shovel Day. Here comes Shovel Day. And, Michel and Micheletti, a great second, a great color guy for Wilson, too. Wilson, the excitable guy, the great play-by-play, -play excitable guy. Micheletti, kind of a straight shooter, absolute stud. Uh, you know, St. Louis has been blessed with a lot of different, you know, really, really good play-by-play teams, especially nowadays, right, with Kerber and uh, Vitali and Kerber and and Chase and Pang and Kelly. I mean, it, there, there's been there's been an emphasis for broadcasting here in St. Louis, which is I think another reason why we love doing this and we absolutely love watching base watching these uh, sporting events. Yeah, no doubt about it. I got a little treat last night because I was on that Rangers Canucks over, so I flipped on ESPN Plus about nine o'clock last night, and you can choose which teams broadcast to listen to, and so I chose the Rangers. And it was Sam Rosen and Joe Micheletti on the there call. You go. Sam and Rosen, then, another really good guy. Uh, really, kind of a really nice play-by-play -play guy. Got that New York feel to it. I mean, that's that's another good play, too. Yeah, so it, it was a nice uh, nostalgia there to hear Joe Micheletti's voice last night. Uh, I cashed that play by the middle of the second period, which is nice. Got to go to bed a little bit early. So that was the uh, the final pick of last night of me sweeping the board. Uh, going 4-0 last night for a profit of $715. Uh, as I mentioned, also won my bet this afternoon on the both teams to score in the Barcelona-Manchester United game. That is now eight wins in a row for me for February, 37-29, plus $585. And overall, Tito, I'm now 59-44 and and up $969. So I am right there uh, on the cusp of $1,000. I'm not going to get there tonight, though, because I don't really love anything else today. So I'm going to pass on tonight. Uh, as I'm, I think I've done a really good job uh, lately of being more selective in my picks. Yes, you can. I need to get to you a little bit later, though, okay? <laughs> this guy, this guy, what an absolute embarrassment. You're asking me yesterday or a couple of days ago whether or not Tito's going to sit and kind of rank, what, you know, kind of rest his bankroll. And yet you're going to have one great night, a couple of really good nights. 
and now you're not playing tonight? Is Tina the only guy that's not even really betting that's going to bet tonight? I mean, is that really what we're doing here? I mean, I figure I already got my play and my winner in for today. So when I send the recap oh, out tonight, I got already got my winner. And I want to protect this streak, man. Like uh, eight in a row. I want to see if I had that 10 and 0 day uh, on the day of the AFC and NFC title games. I want to see if I can get this thing into double digits. But I am going to give out one more play, though. It's not for tonight, uh, but it's one more play in the Champions League that's a futures pick. Uh, but I want to get it in now because I think there's good value here. I don't want it to move on me. So, Tito, man, money's money, right? This is a three-star play, baby, so pay attention. You're going to want a tail on this one. So, again, we're in the sweet 16 of this tournament. Uh, each matchup is two games, and the team that advances is determined by aggregate score. Uh, so I'm already on Bayern Munich to qualify for the next round and knock out PSG. That's a three-star play. Got off to a great start yesterday. So that one looks really good. Uh, I'm adding another one here. So this is a parlay on Manchester City and Napoli to qualify for the next round. So Man City's up against RB Leipzig. Napoli is taking on Frankfurt. Uh, these matchups do not start until next week. But again, I want to get in and now, uh, so you can too if you want to tail. Again, it's a parlay on Manchester City and Napoli to qualify for the next round in the Champions League. Uh, taking that as a three-star play, you can find it at minus 153 on Bovada. If you're on DraftKings and FanDuel, you can get it there too. It's really easy to find. Um, you have to pay a little bit more juice. I got to come get you in a little bit, okay? Um, but it's minus 153 on Bovada. Uh, that is a book many people, myself included, have access to. Um, so I'm taking that for a three-star play. Uh, Tito, I'm going to let you give out your picks. I'm going to tend to the child here. Absolutely, Daddy. You go do you. You're fine. Domesticated dad duty. You do what you got to do. Tito gets more screen time. That's totally fine with Tito. Everyone, I can't believe Eric went with another soccer pick, a future soccer pick. What a fraud that is. What an embarrassment. At least it's not some bet that's like 0.2.5, 49 or 7Z thing that he did a few days ago. So kudos to him. He's the soccer sharp, apparently. We're going to keep tailing him on that. He's on fire. But Tito is going to go another college basketball three-star play, daddy. We're going to go to the Summit League, baby. I got a team that I've been a fan of ever since last bunch badness that Eric put me on to. He gave him a, t he gave him a nickname, Oral Bob, baby. Absolutely love Oral Bob. 23-4 and four in the Summit League. They're 14-0 in conference. They're taking on this complete fraud of a, fans, of a franchise of a university, North Dakota Fighting Hawks. What the hell is a Fighting Hawk anyway? They're 4-10 in conference. They're a complete embarrassment. Or Bob giving them 19 points. Doesn't matter. Lay the 19, Daddy. Or Bob going to put it to him. Going to win by at least 25, and I absolutely love it. Or Bob going to marching their way to another NCAA Division One tournament selection or whatever you want to call it, Daddy. That's a three-star play. We love it. Oral Bob, they still got some guys from last year's squad. I don't remember the guys' name. They got ABAMs or something like that. He's averaging like 38 points a game. He's shooting like 78% from three-point land. Absolute crushing it. Should be player of the year, but he's in the Summit League, so it doesn't really matter. So we're going over Bob, late in that 19, three-star play tonight.
God, I just effing love that play. If I wasn't on this eight-game winning streak, I would hop on it with you, but I, I don't I don't want to lose it on that. I freaking love Oral Bob. I, I believe his name is Max Avemus. Uh, that that yeah. just is this crazy score. He's going to play in the league. Uh, Oral Bob, that's a huge spread, but my God, they're a very good team. I think they can they can make some noise uh, next month when we get to the big tournament. Oh, I love me some Oral Bob, Tito. Love the pick. I mean, absolutely. I saw that play earlier, earlier this morning, and I was just like, oh, there's a world bomb. I didn't even realize they're a 14-0 in conference. I mean, what a great what a great team this is. What a great program they're building in Oral Bob. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, very good team and very good picks by you, Tito. Another one last night, winning 300 bucks on Xavier. I don't know if you mentioned this already as I was tending to my child, uh, but another three-star winner last night. So for the month of February, you're 16 and 14, but but you had that huge night in the Super Bowl with a plus 450 play, the cash for you on a two-star play, but Hurts scoring three touchdowns. So you are up for the month, $1,680. Overall, 32 and 23. And you're back over four grand, baby. Back up over four grand at plus four. We're marching our way to 10K, baby. I promised yesterday it was going to be 10K by the end of March. And it's going to be over that, baby. you got to be with the Tito train. Yeah, it's plus $4,070 overall, man. So let's keep it going tonight. Let's have another perfect day between you and me. Sean, I guess he's sitting out. Maybe if he texts me a play, I'll put it up for him. But I guess he's he's inaccessible sitting in the dark. Uh, he's 24 and 30 on the month, but again, he's up $260. I, I went back and told him this up, Tito, on three-star plays, Sean is nine and two. Wow. Nine and two I on three-star plays. So, you know, if he puts out a three-star play, probably a good idea to tell him on that. So that's really been saving his ass lately here in the month of February. Uh, overall, he's 56 and 51 plus $1,620. Again, that's overall for the year so far. I do want to remind people, in case you missed the show when Sean gave this pick out, he is on the Atlanta Braves to win the World Series. Uh, he gave that out. It's a 10-to-1 odds where you can find it. Uh, Sean took that as a one-star play. So I just want to make sure I, I give the people uh, the full information there if they haven't watched every second of every show. Ryan, let's bring up the stats of what he went against head-to-head head against Tito. I'm sure that's not very good. I'm sure he's like negative like 6,000 against that baby. It's, it just so happens that he's nine and two and three star plays, and so he knows how to do it. Tito, I don't know what a three star, two star, half a star, negative sixteen star. I don't know what this means, but Tito's casting checks and it's way over four thousand. Let's talk more about Tito, Eric. You gotta give me some more props, Daddy. Hey, that's what I'm trying to do, man. Up over four grand, like I believe in you, man. I like I said before, this is you are like a pure virgin soul right now that has not been scarred by all <laughs> that's not been scarred by all these horrible gambling stories and you are just using your gut instinct as a you know almost 40 years of sports fandom it is serving you well i want you to ride this out as long as you can because it literally literally brings me joy when i see you cashing these plays because i know how much you're enjoying it too yeah absolutely baby absolutely like i said a few days ago total new perspective to my sports watching experience absolutely love bad beats with svp and uh stamp with steve and so now another element i can maybe see some bad beats i can see some different things i absolutely love it so thank you for introducing me to this it's been awesome let's keep on going on the tito train and let's keep on casting some checks daddy and if, and if you want to cast tito's checks 
comment on this video right now. Tell me how sexy I look, baby. Tell me how you like my dog shirt. It's absolutely wonderful, baby. Let's go. And one other thing people comment on is uh, I'm imagining you're probably going to be releasing some WWE picks on tomorrow's show. Is that is that paper? Or I'm sorry, it's not a pay-per-view. What's it called? It's called a premium live event, baby. What a fraud of a name that is. You guys go back to pay-per-view, WWE. What are we doing? We got to stick with the old times, not this new schmingle lingo stuff. What a bunch of wolf that is. Premium live event. And it's not on Sundays anymore. What are we doing? It's not on Saturday nights. What a bunch of fraud that is, too. And WrestleMania is on two nights. They got to make it two nights now. They got to get that extra revenue, Daddy. So is Elimination Chamber this Saturday night? This Saturday night, Daddy Rodino is going to be watching it on Peacock. Peacock, if you watch us, come advertise on the show, Daddy. You got to give us some love. We're plugging the, pay the premium live event, baby. It's awesome. And the WWE, Monday Night Raw, coming to, coming to St. Louis at the end of March. Too bad I'm going to be too busy watching some botch madness. I won't be going to the show, but it's going to be awesome, baby. Road to WrestleMania. We're on it, baby. <laughs> You're Dickie V. Fresh, and God, it just brings me joy. It fills my I'm soul. I'm proud of a room and impersonation. Nobody knows what I'm doing, but I love it. I think I sound just like Dickie V, baby. Uh, all right, so we'll have some WWE picks tomorrow, I presume. Are, are we going to avoid the minus 5,000 picks? Do we actually have some real picks that you'll be giving out? Uh, you know, I was looking at the lines today on betonline.ag for WWE, some offshore betting site. I don't even know. I have to go onto a VPN to log onto this site. What a fraud that site is. But, no, I see a bunch of seven, negative 7,000s. 7, I'm not even sure if I can play those anymore. I guess I can't. I can find some other value. I don't know. It's a little tricky right now with this because of the way the things are operating. You know, some of the rumors and innuendo that WWE is going under. The sales talks have quieted down a little bit. I think they're going to wait till after WrestleMania for that. So if you find a bet saying that WWE is going to be sold before or after WrestleMania, take the over WrestleMania. And then, you know, the, the main event on Saturday night, Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. Elimination Chamber, Eric, I'm giving a little bit of background here to WWE, and I like it. It's in Montreal. And Montreal, for all you pro wrestling fans, is a is a really, really glory spot of wrestling. What happens in Montreal is unique because of just the, the market and the history of Montreal. And guess where Sami Zayn is from? He's from Montreal. So there's uh... a lot of conspiracies going on about is Sami Zayn really going to beat Roman Reigns and go to WrestleMania to face Cody Rhodes? Or is it going to be Roman Reigns to beat Sami Zayn in Montreal? I'm sure if he does that, there's going to be a lot of unhappy people in Montreal. So the rumor is, is that it may go, it may end up in a schmas finish, meaning that they're not really a clear-cut winner. So what will happen at WrestleMania is there'll be a three-way dance for the, the WWE Heavyweight Universal Championship. That's a tongue tester for Tweedo. But guess what? You got to do this. And then at, at WrestleMania, three-way dance, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn versus Cody Rhodes. If you can find that bet, comment on this link. Let Tito know. Because that's a three-star lock, Daddy. That, that's what's going to happen on Saturday night. I'm calling it right now. Three-star lock. There's not going to be a winner on WWE Elimination Chamber. It's going to be a schmoz. And then what will end up happening is three-way dance at WrestleMania. I'm calling it right now. I don't know if I could bet it, but if I could, it'd be a 15-star play, baby.
I, I got to get on this with you. I got to do an, an investigation of all these offshore sites and see if we can find, I, I guess that would be a draw. <laughs> I don't know, draw, win by disqualification. I don't know. I mean, it would just be like a no contest maybe. I don't know. One more thing I just thought of that, I guess this is kind of a serious question. Um, you mentioned how the WWE, it's these premium live events. That's what they're calling it. But the UFC, their business model is still pay-per-view. Right. Doesn't that seem a little odd here in 2023 to still be doing pay-per-views like that? I feel like they could get a huge media rights deal from, and I know they're in bed with ESPN because like a lot of the prelims and, you know, yeah. non you know, uh, title fights are on ESPN plus. Well, I, I mean, obviously Dana White's not stupid. I'm sure it's extremely profitable, but I'm just a little surprised. Do you have any insight on that? Why, why they do the pay-per-view instead of getting a media rights deal? So here's the deal with UFC and they've got a billion, they've got a, a multiple billion dollar deal with ESPN. I'm going to go out of my Diggy V voice here. Obviously they've got a, a multi-year billion dollar deal deal with ESPN. ESPN has the streaming service ESPN Plus, right? That you have to subscribe to. I think it's what, like nine bucks a month or something, like, maybe six bucks a month. But to get access to ES to the the pay per views, you can't be just a regular cable subscription provider anymore. Like I got, you know, I got DirecTV. Maybe you got YouTube TV. Maybe you got Spectrum. Maybe you got some other, you know, you know, cable provider. If you have a cable provider, you can't get UFC anymore. You have to be an ESPN Plus subscriber. Then you have to pay $80 to ESPN Plus, and that revenue is combined together with UFC and ESPN. That's how the deal works. So UFC is getting the both the best. I'm sure they got a great deal. It's a multiple billion dollar you know, deal with ESPN to, to house those UFC fight nights, the prelims. UFC also has their own streaming service. Um, it's called UFC Fight Pass. It's five, it's five bucks a month. You get all the you get most of the archive footage from back in the day, and you get you know you get your own content for like Dana White Contender Series, bunch of just unique you know unique programming that's only on Fight Pass. And then um, you know they do that, they get a profit off of that, they get a profit off of the ESPN rights, and then they get a chunk of the eighty dollar cut that ESPN charges to uh, to air the pay per view. So to call it a pay-per-view is probably antiquated too. They probably need yeah. to adjust the business model like WWE did and call it something different. But again, pay-per-view, I mean, that's just what we call it. I mean, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, the fact that WWE kind of went totally away from that and went into the model of, hey, if you subscribe a monthly fee to, you know, to our network or to whoever has our content like Peacock, you get that. You get that light. You get that event for free now. Um, that's why I think they went. They're, they went away from that term pay per view because now they're going to say that you know it's not as maybe it's not as luscious as it once used to be um, because the business model back in the day was you, know, you had syndication and nothing happened on syndication. You would watch Hulk Hogan fight this really terrible guy. You would maybe this terrible guy, and then you would to see like a a Macho Man versus Hulk Hogan. You'd either have to go to a house show or you'd have to fork over the $35 for a pay-per-view. Um, and But everything was led to those live events, but everything evolved. Yeah. You know, TV landscape totally changed. And so then they evolved to the pay-per-view model. And now they're in the, the streaming service model where they want that constant revenue of every month someone's going to be paying the you know, $8 or $9. 
So that makes sense. What were those? I remember like watching wrestling when I was a real young kid and you would see, yeah, on like the, I don't know if they call it Monday Night Raw then. They probably didn't, but like, no, it would be these like stud wrestlers like a Hulk Hogan or Macho Man facing just some bum. Would they call that guy a jobber? Is that what the term the term is? Thousand percent, yeah, jobber. And you would see it on, and those were the syndicated shows. Those were the shows that they would sell to the local television stations here in St. Louis. It was KPLR. You know, there was different, you know, different organizations throughout every single market. That 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 was a that was the huge, and and a lot of that you would see maybe one or two matches, and all the other advertisements would be on buy the merchandise, buy the magazine. We're coming to your town. Hey, St. Louis, we're coming to Kill Auditorium. You know, Hulk Hogan hasn't been there in 15 years. Come see him live and fight, you know, Million Dollar Man or whoever. And that's how the business went. And then they started doing the pay-per-views. And they yeah. first did WrestleMania. Then they, there was about four a year in the early 90s. And then they went to one one a month. And then it went to straight pay-per-views. Then they went on to, you know, the, the cable the cable networks like TNT or TBS or USA Network. And uh, just, yeah, I mean, that's just how it's all evolved. And now they've they seen it, right? They see where, it, it, you know, the TV model is not really the model anymore. It's streaming. Yep. And so that's why a lot of rumors and innuendo about WWE being sold to, like, Disney or to, like, Peacock or to, like, whatever the Fox one is or to, what you know, to maybe Apple or maybe to Netflix or someone. Because they're going to spend a billion dollars, and then that'll be live content that Netflix or that streaming service can promote and can have guaranteed viewership on. And so it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Very interesting, too, at just the way everything's running. But, yeah, UFC still killing it with the pay-per-view business model. Uh, one of my worst gambling losses over the last year was on a UFC pay-per-view, breaking commandments left and right while watching the Kamara Usman fight. What was the guy's name that kicked him in the head? Was it Edwards? What What was his name? Yep, Leon Edwards. And everyone's saying about how great Leon Edwards is. And Leon Edwards is going to get dominated this next UFC fight that he's in. He's going to get knocked out within the first three rounds. It's going to be an embarrassment. Well, that was a horrible loss for me. Tito, you've also experienced some horrible losses over, over the years. And that's why tomorrow on the show, as we wrap up today's show, uh, tomorrow make sure you tune in because we are going to cover what I like to call Tito's eight stages of season ending losses. So Tito and I have seen a lot of our favorite team seasons die while watching together. And I've noticed over the years uh, that Tito goes through a certain emotional process, you know, as these, the, the final game approaches uh, before the season ultimately dies. So we are going to cover Tito's eight stages of season ending losses tomorrow on the show. This is my master's thesis that I have thought a lot about. I have fine-tuned my theory over the last six or seven years or so, six or seven years or so, and I am ready to share it on the show tomorrow. So you do not want to miss that, right, Tito? I mean, this guy, he comes up with this doctor's footage of me in the basketball at the Dome Dome today, and now he's coming after me with my eight stages of season ending losses. You gotta make me relive this crap over and over again. Every every baseball game, every college basketball game we watch. He always has to send this to me. He says, oh, here we are. We're in stage three right now. And what, I mean, what are we doing here? Is this what you, you get kicks out of this? Is this where you get your jollies from, Eric? You are a sick man, boy. You are a complete fraud. I can't stand this. I got to go get some Russell, some kids, get them going in the right direction with basketball. I'll see you later, Jack. 
Oh, sounds good to me. I can't wait for tomorrow's show. It's going to be awesome, baby. Uh, Tito, you go get your dad duties going. And before we wrap up here, just make sure you hit that like button uh, on your way out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, post a comment on our videos. We will chat with you there. And hit the notification bell, too, so you get our videos as soon as we post them. Uh, you can also listen to the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you do listen, uh, but you want to watch us, just go to YouTube.com slash Gamblers. Also find us on TikTok, just search Domesticated Gamblers uh, and follow us on Twitter at Gambling Dads. That's where I track all of our plays and our records. And Tina, we're going to be putting another green check mark next to Oral Bob tonight. Oral Bob Woo! minus 19. I cannot wait for that. So uh, great show today, buddy. Uh, remember, guys, if you're watching, uh, we want to grow this thing. We do not want this to be a hobby. We want to make this a thing, whether it's uh, on YouTube, a radio show. We need your support. So please share this show. Uh, with your friends and family uh, share the videos on social media and we'll continue to crank out a show each and every weekday so for sean out on assignment uh, sitting in the dark for tito for eric uh i'm eric this has been domesticated gamblers uh thanks for being with us guys we'll see you tomorrow Let's